Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This is a journey into sound. Much as you try to bury it, the truth is out there. The truth lives right here, Houston. On this day, I see clearly. Sports Radio 610 presents Area 45 with Bijani and Creighton. Here we go. Happy Friday, everybody, on Sports Radio 610. It is Area 45, and I am Sean Bijani. He is Patrick Creighton. Coming in hot, baby. Chris Santiago producing, and Lil B is here. Is he is he taking over tonight at some point, Chris? Or are you just kind of getting him in? Yeah, yeah, he, he's definitely taking all right, over. All right, because uh, he was officially baptized last night, made a part of the show, and I know he's looking forward to that again. We'll have him next week. Lil B is the man on top of it. And, hey, today we have had a really good day, unexpected Good news all the way around, I think, in terms of the Houston sports world. We will share that with you here just momentarily. 713-572-4610. 572-4610 is how you can be a part of the show. You can call, you can text, watch us, and chat with us on Twitch and YouTube. And you can hit us up on Twitter as well, at P. Creighton, the number one, at Sean Bajani for myself. PC, happy Friday, man. How we doing? You know... I was talking to our old buddy Matt Murphy earlier. It's his birthday today, so happy birthday to Murph. Oh, you hollered at Matt? Cool. And Happy uh, birthday, Matt. Miss Murph. Know, a couple of things popped up on my timeline, such as your Twitter handle being Ocho Shano. Oh, yeah. That, that <laughs> was it back in the day. Yeah. Thank God I changed that one, right? <laughs> <laughs> it was a really good Twitter handle for a certain period of time until... Yeah, that had a staying power of about, I don't know, uh, two months. <laughs> and then And then Chad Johnson just... Did crazy things. I don't know why I did that. It, you know, to be honest with you, um, I don't think the impetus for that Twitter handle was Ocho Cinco. I think it was because I literally couldn't think of anything, and eight was my favorite, and it just had a little ring to it in my mind at the time. Wow, so you literally wet the paper towel, crumbled it into a bowl, and slammed it at the wall. Yes. <laughs> Effectively, yes. Fourth grade in effect! <laughs> so did you see Murph, or you just talked to him? No, I just talked to him. Okay. Well, happy birthday Murph's to... Murph's a busy dude. Former Texan tight end, Matt Murphy, my former Texan co-host. legend. Yeah, baby. An <laughs> ambassador now. Ambassador. You can see him out at Texan games. Good dude, man. That's awesome. Um, We've got a lot of stuff. I mentioned some good Texans news. He, um... 
he did hit me with a new phone. Who dis? Yeah, really? I text him. Like, yeah, it's been a while, he's though. Like, he's like, I lost all my contacts. You know what happened? I'm like, it's right. He's like, oh, dude, no, he what's didn't. up? No, he didn't. Murph is a very nice, polite guy, and he lets you off easy. Um, he didn't just want to break it to you that when you left the first time, he said, ah, screw Patrick. And then he's going to delete you. He's working for another station. Now that you're back with the good guys, he can put you back in his phone. That's exactly what happened there. I've escaped, uh, you know, the clutches of the empire. Yeah. And made it back to the rebellion. <laughs> the empire. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious right there. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I'll get to the good Texans news here. I guess this is kind of good news for the Rockets. They're home tonight. So they have like a better than. Uh, oh, by the way, would you like to know uh, the changes to the Rockets starting lineup tonight? Yes, please do share. That would be breaking news. Changes are there are no changes. Ass. <laughs> Zero. Changes. Ass or not ass. <laughs> Wait, ready? Ready? <laughs> right. Early edition of ass or no ass tonight. <laughs> ass or not ass. Well, yeah. Well, so it's 7.05. That game should be wrapping up uh, right around the conclusion of our show. So, <laughs> Jeez, come on. Bradley Beal is not playing tonight, so there's a slim chance of hope that the uh, Rockets can maybe get it in gear tonight and they're at home. They don't suck at home. They're actually pretty good. 19 and 8, 19 and 9, something like that. Does so Kevin um, Durant accost a Rockets fan for looking at him like dirty. Oh, that there's an update to that story. <laughs> there is an update to that story. Uh we've got Kevin Durant apologists coming your way uh a couple hours from now. So we'll Bunch get to that. Cupcake. And cupcake enthusiasts. Yeah. Um, by the way, no update on Tari Eason. Are you shocked or not? No, because like I said, I, f- I feel like we're going to get the news that Tari Eason is going to be out for the rest of the year and wind up having surgery. And the longer that they pull the, uh, nothing to see here, nothing to report, uh, just nothing, You know, the more it lends to, Something bad is coming. I think the next report that we're going to get, and I'm just trying my best to read the tea leaves, is a second opinion, a second imaging, if you will, because he had imaging done on Wednesday. It's 2024. They got the pictures back, like, right away. And per Adam Spolane, Ime Yodoka said he had not seen the results of the imaging that was done on Wednesday. Lies, I tell you. So that tells me there's probably a second opinion in the works, and we will get definitive news on Tari Eason's future. This is per me, nobody else. Um, Inside sources. By Monday. I will say by Monday. Uh, I'll even go Monday afternoon, and it's probably going to be per our Rocket Insider, Adam Spolane. So there you have that. And Oh, sure, the- you're going to make Spo give the bad news. You'll Way to it. push that off onto the next guy. That is, I am proud right. of you. That is well done. That's, that is how you delegate. That's his job. I break the good Do your stuff. Job, bro. All the crappy news that comes from that guy. <laughs> when he speaks, it's bad. Yeah. Well, you know, typically with Spo, uh, as jovial and as positive as the news possibly can be, Spo's usually going to be the wet blanket on top of it. So, uh, yeah, I'm anticipating Spo breaking the news to us Spoh on Monday. Spo is kind of like. Uh, uh, an empire ambassador, right? I mean, he's kind of got the uh, more demure demeanor. He kind of keeps everything low key. Uh, 
relative, not, I won't say soft-spoken, but relatively soft-spoken compared to us, soft-spoken. Relatively, um, yes. You know, like it's more calm uh-huh. in his demeanor and kind of the guy who comes out and goes, uh, yeah, all you guys, your planet's getting destroyed tomorrow. <laughs> Sorry. Do you think there's a chance that we could save it? No. <laughs> That's both. No. When you were out, was it last week or two weeks ago? And he filled in for you. Um, last week. Last week. It was last Friday. week. Okay. That was last Friday. Time is a warp, man. Goes by too fast. Um, I was getting all excited about Astros or Texans or something. And do you remember, Chris? You're laughing right now. You remember? Suppose like, meh, it's just, oh, it was Astros. He's like, meh, it's just baseball. Yeah. He it, was, it's a baseball game. He was just, you know, like, it didn't matter. He, I'm like, yeah. Why? I, I, I'm thinking, why do you do this again? I mean, do you hate yourself? Is that why you work in sports? He, he does it because it ramps up his energy level. Oh, does it? <laughs> it makes him very excited. Compared to what, Spo? <laughs> I, I love Spo. I've known and that guy I for may understand, long, but my God. Sean, we, we both love Spo. Great guy. Um, we kid because we care. I mean, look, I'm going to tell you, like, growing up, you know, in New York, you know, coming from Brooklyn, when you're friends with someone, mm-hmm. if you call them by their actual name, they know that you're pissed at them. You never call someone by their actual uh, name. You got to have some some nickname. Like attached. it would yeah. always be like, "What's up, a hole? What's up, d bag?" <laughs> that, like that's, that's how you talked to your friends. <laughs> and if you like, hey, hey, John, John knew he was in deep. You know what? Because you don't call him John. Yeah. You, you call him D head. His response is what. What I do? What happened? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, like, but that's how it was. You it was, always talk junk on your friends, and your friends always give it back. Right. You know, the whole idea of like, oh, why are you talking junk on your friends? Because that's how you talk to your friends. I guess. In these parts, it's not necessarily like that. But you have a nickname. Well, my friends and I, we talk to each other like that. We call each other names and stuff. Like, we're disrespectful to each other. Really? Yeah, but we've known each other since high school, so... Some, yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter. School. I mean, a friend's a friend. You know, if if you can uh, if you can do literally anything and everything in front of that person without uh, worrying about what a reaction is going to be, they're a friend. They're a close friend. So, I yeah. Mean, look, I grew up in the 80s where, you know, we called each other names that we're not allowed to call each other anymore because, you know, you get canceled. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we called each other canceled names. <laughs> Canceled. Canceled. Yo, what up, canceled? Sub canceled. I like that. All right. uh, So, good news. I won't prolong it anymore from the Texans today, really for the NFL, but maybe namely the Texans. uh, They got to be saying cha ching. It was already looking pretty good for them. They were going to have a little uh, cash to spend, but it's almost like, uh, you know, you you got the allowance from your parents, you know, and, and you know that you're going to be going somewhere really nice or ready to get something that you've really been wanting. And then just out of the blue, like mom or dad comes by and kind of slides you an extra 20. And it's like, what's this for? You're just for being you, you know, good job, kid. That kind of a thing. Not that that ever happened to me (laughs) as a child (laughs) because it did not. Uh, But I can only imagine uh, having an extra 13 mil or so to spend uh, in free agency uh, this offseason. It's got to feel pretty good for the Texans, and it's got to feel pretty good for everybody out there that's been talking about Mike Evans or Saquon Barkley or Josh Jacobs or Austin Eckler or this guy or that guy, whoever the heck it may be. 
Uh, bling, it's gotta bling, be a cool feeling. Ching, ching, dollar, dollar. If you ain't talking money, then you're talking don't matter. Yeah, look at PC throw it down. <laughs> you lost Chris on that one, I think. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's good news. So the NFL informing teams today that the uh, salary cap's going to be up to 255 and change. Uh, that's a $30.6 million increase from last year. Uh, why it happened, I don't really give a damn. Uh, but per Adam Schefter, the increase is the result of a uh, full repayment of all amounts advanced by the clubs of deferred by the players during the COVID pandemic. So COVID, finally, something good to come from it, right? Uh, I don't care how or why that happened. I just know that the Texans are going to be able to spend it on good and better players. That's what we've been talking about. It makes this two, three-week period of these discussions of all the high-profile free agents kind of worth it because you got the sense that something's good. Something good's going to come from it, right? So here is here is what I'm going to say. To all of the naysayers Uh who did not feel the Texans could sign John Grenard and sign Dalton Schultz and sign Saquon Barkley and sign Mike, whatever. Okay. The salary cap in the NFL is a fictitious figment of your imagination. A, it goes up every freaking year. It does. And B... 80% 80% of the money that's on it isn't even real. Because you can cut that sucker and you don't know it. So, Or you can defer, you push can, it to the next you year. You can restructure. Push it to the next you year. You can cut like some bonuses and, and then restructure your $18 million a year salary to be like a $5 million cap hit. Like this, The salary cap is a figment of your imagination. However, it being bigger makes GMs jobs that have money to spend a little bit easier because they don't have to do all of that, uh, you know, legal mumbo jumbo and all that paperwork. And now if you were wondering, wow, the, uh, you know, the, the franchise tag on John Grenard at $20 million, that feels kind of steep. Mm-hmm. Well, today, it's a little higher than that. <laughs> today, the franchise tag on John Grenard at $20 million, tag. <laughs> we'll uh, we'll work on a long term deal with you later, but tag yeah twenty one point seven I believe it is for uh, JG and if you're in the Dalton Schultz camp and thinking that was a possibility twelve million uh yeah twelve, 12 million and doesn't hurt so much right now does it twelve and change I got the numbers twelve million see. doesn't feel like it's like it's like it's a backbreaker anymore does it twelve Tw- million that's eh, twelve million twelve point seven for uh, Schultz and Grenard twenty one point three. So there you have that. You know, if if you say to you know Dalton Schultz, hey, look, your franchise tag is twelve seven, but we'll give you a, a three year, thirty million dollar deal uh, that'll have a fifteen million dollar signing bonus on it. So you're gonna get half that money day one, and then you know a little bit, little bit, little bit. He gonna sign. Uh, I would do that deal. <laughs> gonna sign because you pay Let's me now. Let's make a deal. <laughs> pay me now always works. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. Talking about pay me now. Somebody that wants to be paid uh, by the Houston Texans uh, spoke up a little bit today. Did you see uh, DJ Bienemy who covers the Texans for ESPN uh, from Twitter? Quote from people I trust: Xavier Howard has interest in joining the Texans. He's from Houston. From the Texan side, it's TBD. You Did you get excited? Did if, if you were George Costanza, would you have said it moved, or would you have said, "Eh"? You, you know what got me excited? What? When Laramie Tunsil 
tweeted wow. out Howard X Stingley. Yeah, I saw that. That uh, got me. That got me. What, what Clint called football horny? Did it really? Oh yeah. Okay. I. I mean. Oh yeah. I. I. I wouldn't go that far, but I was intrigued. I'll say that because at least from Laramie Tunsil's side, there's nothing TBD uh, about the situation. It, it, it seems like if Laramie Tunsil's like behind something, it's generally going to happen. You know, when when Laramie Tunsil tweets something and you grab the magic eight ball and shake it up, you know what it says guaranteed <laughs> so why do we think that because the only thing that comes to my mind is qb1 yeah when he fully endorsed he may. Stroud. <laughs> right. in may. literally like the next week after the draft if it was even a week uh on instagram it was that qb1 with a little finger emoji laramie knows all sees all that was easy though right if hindsight being 2020 that was an easy call so I don't know that I should feel as confident about the Texans going with a 30-year-old cornerback that they have no familiarity with outside of the fact that he was born in Houston uh, and you know was been has been playing for the Miami Dolphins versus making the decision to retain their own 30-year-old cornerback who had one of his best seasons of his career in Steven Nelson. That's exactly why you're out on Nelson. Peak was already reached. It's all downhill from here. Plus, he's a contract pain in the ass. year. And he's a pain in the ass. He well, you know, not not to us, you know. Well, no, but to the I team, could, he's could, a pain in the ass. I could kind of care less about that. Now, I was really surprised that he played for the Houston Texans this year because I thought after calling your general manager a mofo on social media uh, and then making fun of his attire, <laughs> I thought that was probably going to be like the last straw. Uh, but no, it ended up earning him a little bit of a pay raise and got some more money early. And look, give Nick Casario credit on that because he could have been like pretty much every other GM and gotten his panties all twisted. Gotten emotional said, about well, it. Screw you, I'm going to cut you now. He knew his team needed a corner. He knew he couldn't replace Stevie Nelson at that time hey. in the season. So he shut his mouth. He buttoned up. He, you know what? Here, I'll give you a little something to play. Here's a lollipop. Yeah. Okay. He went out there and played his ass off for his lollipop. And I was like, did you like that lollipop? Good. Stores closed. Get the hell out. Hey, how do you think this played out, right? Be, I don't know how the Texans offices are currently laid out, how they're set up. But I remember uh, I'd always have to go to Gary Kubiak's office because I had to set up like the coaches show in there uh, every week. So his office was kind of catty corner to Rick Smith's office, like literally two, three doors down the hall. But you could kind of peek out and kind of see into Rick Smith's office. I wonder if like it's set up similarly and maybe D'Amico's sitting at his chair and he hears Nick Casario like, son of a, I'm cut, he's cut, he's done. And D'Amico kind of goes in there and, hey, Nick, let me holler at you, man. Uh, Look, just don't get emotional about this. just, and he hit him with a, hold on, show. Yeah. Hold on, show. <laughs> hold like, on, show. Hold up just a second, man. Like, hey, don't don't sweat it. Don't worry about it. I'll talk to him. This ain't going to be a thing. Now, he never deleted the post. But I think probably some way, somehow, in some way, shape, or form, D'Amico probably calmed Nick down a little bit and said, this guy's good. And everybody else on the market, everybody that's going to be on waivers this camp, 
ain't so good. Like, we kind of need this cat. Did he get him a, I know you're not leaving me having to start Tav Thomas. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, womp, womp. that kind of ended up <laughs> happening, but it was for a different reason. And then D'Amico was probably like, hey, man, remember that cat, Des King? Uh, if he ever hits the market again, can we bring him back? Well, he did, and they did. And thank God they did when they did, uh, because the Texans needed every bit of him. I heard some things about, like, like Des, I guess, had a... Like wanted to start and, and wanted more money and there was like you know what bye <laughs> and then he goes off to Pittsburgh and he's back on the market and he comes back and the first thing he does is he makes a game like a game saving tackle one play one, yeah he's in the game one he's play in the game, you know, one play at the goal line <laughs> and and he makes the stuff yeah and he was starting the next game seven one three five seven two four six ten five seven two four six ten so the salary cap is not the only thing that has gone up Texans turns out led the league in this that news came out today I'll have it for you next Ooh. it's sports radio six ten worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole well good thing instacart shoppers are as picky as you are they find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line they are milk expiration date detectives they bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are so let instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Sports Radio 610 presents Area 45 with Bajani and Creighton. Sean Bajani, Patrick Creighton, Area 45. We are Sports Radio 610. If you're keeping tabs on the Rockets, well, you know, you can probably chill out on that a little bit. <laughs> Nothing to see here. Please disperse. These guys suck. Down 22 to 11. Oh, no. We suck again. They are shooting Jalen Green to start the uh, game this evening. Four of 17 from the floor as a team. Green himself contributing one of five. And uh, that is without one Yusuf Nurkic on the floor for the Phoenix Suns. He's out. He's not playing tonight, nor is Bradley Beal, yet they are uh, kicking the Rockets' ass. So we'll continue to keep you updated on that game uh, unless, well, we just decide not to. Uh, but it's it's entertaining. At least it's been entertaining. <laughs> you know. Hey, they're closing the gap. Can, can we stop having the conversation that the Rockets are on the same trajectory as the Texans? <laughs> like, even though 
Uh, it seems like they, they we, are on the same trajectory of the Texans, just on a much smaller slope. Okay, fair. Uh, it, we've been, we're about to conclude four weeks of this show. Okay. And it's been a very fun four weeks. But I think within the first show or two that you and I did, <laughs> we had a conversation about the Rockets. And I remember you saying something to the effect they, it was a promo. They've already got 23 wins. Well, they got 24 now. They've got 24. So it's in a month, they've gotten one win. My God. I mean, it's got to be a little bit better than that. But, geez, it's been awful to watch and uh, to update you about. So we'll move on. We'll get to some good news. Texans they, they've news. They've closed the gap from 20 to 6 to 22 to 13. They're on a run. Here they come. Look out. Yeah, they'll probably make it respectable uh, by the end of the night. Who knows? Um, Texans president Greg Grissom shared a little nugget on uh, social media today via Twitter. Uh, Huge shout out to our Houston Texans social media team for being the number one NFL team in season over season social growth, according to whoever at Zoom PH is. Um, The numbers are insane. And you talk about from season over to season, to, to this past season, 22-23-23-24. The numbers are incredible. Have you seen these, by the way? Uh, I saw that there was a tweet, but I did not All right, there you really go. read the whole thing. So he tweeted out a snapshot of the top five. The Lions experienced the fifth most growth at 74%, and this is engagements on social. 74,000, or I mean 74%. Kansas City saw 85%. The Cleveland Browns coming at number three, they saw an 86% growth. The Indianapolis Colts, number two, 122% growth. The Houston Texans, 467% growth in engagement via social media. Can can I quote Ron Simmons? <laughs> Go ahead. Damn! Damn. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 400 plus percent. That's insane, right? And I guess at this point, just it's that, you know, social growth. I mean, it's a big deal. Cool. Uh, you want all the eyeballs and intrigue uh, on your team. We've certainly understood that it's there uh, to a very large degree, but it's just another indicator of just how much this team has changed and how much people have re-accepted the Texans. I'm not surprised, really, because a really good quarterback, the quarterback, can do that. The head coach can do that. Uh, The amount of faith and respect that has been regained by this organization, um, which it was completely lost over the course of the last three-plus years, for it to be back and then better than ever. I guess maybe I'm shocked that it's the best it's ever been. I think it's the best it's ever been. Uh, I don't think that is an overstatement. I know you're going to think about the D-Hop years, the J.J. Watt years. I, I think it's better than that. You've got you've got all of the pieces in place, and you're going to go shopping for more in this era of Texan football that awaits us. There's never been a... There's never been a season in which you've been more excited for what's about to happen than you are right now for the Houston Texans. This city is really different 
when there is hope and excitement about the Texans. Right? When I first came here back in 2013, the Texans had a lot of expectations. Right? They started off the season 2-0. and Schaub has a game-winning drive against the Titans week two. Boomer Esiason on the CBS Sports Minute, now the Odyssey Sports Minute, says, oh, who's doubting Matt Schaub as a Super Bowl quarterback? Did you see that drive last night? What a great drive. That's a Super Bowl quarterback. They didn't win again the rest of the year. Thanks, Boomer. Womp womp. So uh, I remember, like, you you were here. I mean, 14 weeks in a row of just, yeah, they suck. Yeah, they suck. Yeah, they suck. You know how quick that gets boring? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, by the way, we Is that 12... the season where they were losing, you know, they lost 14 straight games, but it was... was that the season where they had, like, played in seven or eight games decided by a touchdown or fewer? Yes, like... and Matt Schaub threw pick sixes, like, three straight games. Um, no, it was more than that. That was the pick six was year. It four. That was the anomalous pick six. Yes, year? Where he threw pick six like every. It started with the Seahawks oh, game, was, and um, it was more than three games. Man. And and Richard Sherman got him, and it was just. I think he threw like three or four straight games. I thought it was three, but three or four straight games. It was a lot more than that. And maybe then it just felt that way. Case Keenum is starting. Gary Kubiak has the the health scare on the sideline. Then Gary decides to go back to Schaub against uh, Bob McNair's wishes because he wanted him to play Case Keenum. He goes back to Schaub. They lose, and he's fired. It was That was like the worst year ever. I think because the expectations were very high, and they were, they were the worst team in football. Yeah. We've seen them also be like among the worst teams in football, but the expectations were not that they were going to win the division. When the expectations are really high, and then you just absolutely crash to the earth like a lead balloon, that that was the hardest year because they just they were so bad. Everybody got hurt. Arian Foster got hurt. Od got hurt. Like just guys are just getting hurt all over the place. Ryan Griffin at one point. Ryan was, Griffin was playing all the snaps at tight end and all the snaps on special teams because he was the only healthy tight end on the roster. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. You said pick sixes. I was just thinking interceptions. Now he threw, uh, at least one interception in two, four, five straight games. Then he got hurt. Then he came back. Uh, then he got hurt again. Then he came back. Then he got hurt. Then he came back. Uh, his last three games, which were in a span of four weeks, he threw two, three and one interception. No, I'm looking at sacks numbers. Uh, one, two, and two interceptions. Five picks in three games. Yay! Substandard. Probably mixed in a pick six in there uh, somewhere. Yeah, man. Why am I? Why are we talking about this? Get out! I, this is a positive Be- segment because this like what's happening? Like, <laughs> oh yeah, how far we come? That's <laughs> like the misery from when I first did. That was the misery, and you know, then we had you know, AFC South champs Brian. Yeah. Where even though we won the division, it didn't feel like we won anything. In nine and seven, and just ass kickings in the playoffs. Uh, Brian Hoyer, you know, was it first play of the game? Throws because a pick six. You didn't have the quarterback. You didn't have the quarterback. You were ten and seven this regular season, as opposed to being those nine and seven teams that were winning AFC South championships. Brian, and that that is. The difference. I know there's other contributing factors, but 
C.J. Stroud has just, I mean, lit this city absolutely on fire. And people from everywhere, you know, I know this region really. There, there's Texan fans now in places where there there weren't before, even before the last three plus years of football hell that the city had to endure um, because of the tank jobs. And I just, I think people really just wanted their football back. And we kept waiting and waiting every home game. Man, are we going to see, are we going to see the fruits of the labor? And you didn't see it with the Steelers. Everybody from Pittsburgh came to the game. You didn't see it from Cleveland. Everybody from Cleveland came to the game. You were waiting and you were waiting and you were waiting. And finally, you know, I think that, that, playoff game against the Browns, you you finally saw it. You're going to see it every single week that there's a home game next season and hopefully beyond as long as they are continuing to do what they're doing and on the trajectory that they're on. That is huge because I thought it was going to take a long while, but when you got that brand of football that D'Amico Ryans and C.J. Stroud and you know everybody else represented here, it didn't take that long. It's it's that season and those decisions to allow Steeler fans, Brown fans, you know, whatever whatever opposition fans come in to, you know, take over NRG, those decisions were made months before. You sold your tickets because you could and you were making money. And people got real used to not spending hundreds and thousands of dollars on tickets and a five, six-hour ordeal on those Sundays. Well, you're going to want to be a part of that now, again, I think, a lot of the people that have the means to do so. I talked to a lot of season ticket holders this year, and they all kind of said to me the same thing, which is a lot of people, a lot of ticket holders, did not have high expectations coming into this year, so they sold their tickets early. You know, they sold, you know, so, so they're selling the Steelers game, they're selling the Browns game, they're selling their tickets the fans in other cities early when there was a high demand mm-hmm. and they could get value for their tickets, not anticipating how how good, how exciting the Texans were going to be. And that's why during the season, you didn't see great pro-Texans crowds at the stadium because those tickets were all sold before the season started. Yeah, But when you got to the playoff game and those tickets get purchased kind of like mid-season, you saw a really huge pro-Texans crowd. Yeah. I think next season we will see a lot of pro Texans cry. Absolutely, I, I think it's I think it's back, and I think it's going to be better uh, than it ever has been. Seven one three five seven two four six ten five seven two four six ten. You want to weigh in on that? Absolutely, we'd love to hear from you. Coming up next, do you think the cap increase today actually takes a little bit of the advantage away that I think a lot of us felt the Texans had? Uh, We'll discuss next here on Area 45 Sports Radio 610. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents Area 45 with Bajani and Creighton. Sean Bajani, Patrick Creighton with you. It's Area 45 on Sports Radio 610. 713-572-4610, 572-4610. Jeff on the YouTube chat says, This is Houston, guys. When our Texans suck, we show anger. With actions, canceling season tickets. But when we're hopeful, we do the same. CJ had less to work with than Watson had to. Uh, Stroud proud, said Jeff on the YouTube. Uh, yeah, and this the, the level of anger that Texan fans had felt and the level of neglect and abandonment uh, that was, um, you know, felt over the course of the last three and a half years prior to this past season, that was real. That was unprecedented. You'd never been down that road before. It had never been that dark before. And it took a little bit. It took a little while. And you needed you needed something like this to happen. And, man, you could not have predicted that it was going to be C.J. Stroud, that it was going to be Will Anderson, that it was going to be D'Amico Ryans three and a half years ago, four years ago. You never would have thought. Uh, and thank God it was, man. Seven one three five seven two four six ten is how you can join the show. So think I, about this. Uh huh. Remember those seasons where people were turning around at the owner's box, looking at Cal McNair, yelling at him to sell the team, mm-hmm. yelling at him, "You stink! The team stinks." Uh, he heard you. Yes, and not once you. did he ever throw a uh, beverage. Didn't throw a drink you. at anybody. Didn't cuss anybody out or flip anybody to the bird. But he heard you, and he made changes, right? And they ultimately got rid of O'Brien and Easterby and Cully and Lovey Smith, and they finally, really, truly turned the team over to Nick Casario in totality, got the right head coach in D'Amico Ryans, have continued to draft well, and we now get to finally, much as we had to do with the Astros, we had to go through a few years of pain, but then we reaped really big benefits. We went through a few years of pain, and now we're reaping big benefits. Yeah. The point where, you know what? We talked about this yesterday. Um, you know, uh, our, our old friend Nick Wright used to work here. Mm-hmm. The Texans could be the team that ascends and takes down the Chiefs next year, much as uh, the Bengals were that team in Joe Burrow's second year. The Texans could potentially be that team uh, in C.J. Stroud's second year. And the fact that we even have that kind of hope. Yeah, yeah. And the reason we have these things is because Cal McNair was not afraid to write checks to tell people to go away. Sure. You know, 100%. He when, had to write a few of them. When I was when I was a kid, and I say kid, I mean like, you know, right out of college. Mm-hmm. 
worked for a company where one of the, the, the guys who was a manager, older guy, good looking guy, and he didn't date anyone. He would solicit. Mm-hmm. And this was like every, every week for like three months, he'd be like, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go shack up with this one and that one. And then you'd hear him talk about like the final one, how much money he spent for this. I'm like, you're a good looking dude. You got money. You have a great place down on the beach. Why do you mess with, you know, yeah, the there's sketch. a lot of words sketch. that that I was going to use, and I feel like maybe I shouldn't use them on the radio. Don't, when in doubt, don't. But basically, let's say rentables. <laughs> and he says, I don't pay them to sleep with me. I pay them to leave. And I, I just, I laughed. And he's like, why is that funny? I'm like, oh, I've heard that, but like in Brilliant. a stand-up routine, not, Brilliant. not executed in real life. <laughs> And he says, yeah, I don't want them staying at my place. I want them to get the hell away from me. Like, do your job, which is me, and then get out. <laughs> and I just, and he he just said it in, in such a deadpan manner because he believed it. Sure. This wasn't like he was telling a joke. A or, or way something. of life. This was just who he was. Yep. And it went on like this probably for like two years. And then he had a. a and then heart, he met one. Well, no, he had a heart incident. Oh, apparently part good. of of rentables is he was also taking other things so that he could enjoy his time uh, with the rentables. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And one of them he really liked. So he took too many. Oh, boy. And put himself in the hospital. OK, he's still around. He as far is. As, you well, know. as far as I know. OK, yeah. As far as you know, he moved to Florida and that was the last I that, ever heard of. Him. That wasn't the uh, the final straw for him. Um, So. I asked this question about the cap situation. Okay, so we're not talking about rentables now. We're talking about the actual football. Yeah, actual okay. football. Sports! Which, which, you know, you could, you could, they're, they're rentables, really. You know, how much in football is ever, uh, forever? Um, they're going to be soon with all the streaming games that are going to be coming our way. Yeah, right. The cap went up significantly today, and it's, Everybody's got much more, you know, more money to spend. The Texans, I think, you know, were right around number six, seven, having the most money to spend before today. They're right around six, seven with the most money to spend in the NFL. Cap numbers right around 67, 68 and change. Good money, right? Do you feel like with everybody's numbers going up, that the Texans have a little less advantage now than they did before in free agency. And I'm asking that because here's how I view it. And you tell me if this logic is flawed. With the Texans having this money to spend, teams like the Jags, Chiefs, Eagles, Giants, Vikings, Falcons, and Panthers, and I list them specifically, those teams were among the teams at the bottom of the barrel with minimal amount of cap room uh, to use on free agents this offseason. Well, now they've got an influx of $13, $14 million extra to spend that they didn't have yesterday. So when free agency hits comes March 11th, these teams that were probably looking at a player or two, Sue, 
in some cases, significantly improve one side of the ball or the other, they're thinking, you know what? (sighs) Probably not this year. We're going to have to go bargain shopping. Well, now maybe these teams feel otherwise. Like, we can afford to go out and get this guy and that guy and find a real difference maker. And now you've got teams that typically wouldn't have maybe been rivaling you uh, for a Mike Evans or a Saquon Barkley or an Austin Eckler or whoever the heck it may be that the Texans covet. Now you have another handful of teams that are in that conversation. So is is that flawed logic or am I thinking about it somewhat properly? I think it's flawed logic, and I'll, let me explain why. Historically, when there is more money in the marketplace – what happens? Prices go up. Mm-hmm. Prices go up because they can. If all of a sudden uh, you as a company know that people who are coming in to buy your $40,000 car now can afford $50,000 cars, your prices are going up because you can afford it. They can afford it. Sure. So you're adjusting to the marketplace. A guy who maybe would have been a $16 million player now might be an $18 million player. Right. So more money is in the market. Guys are going to now say, hey, I was going to get this. Now I want that. So the highest end players will now wind up getting paid more than what their original projections were because there's now this extra 5% in the marketplace. Mm-hmm. Everybody's going to want their piece of that. The really, really bad team, the commies, the bears, Panthers. They still have the stigma of their really bad teams, which means they have to overpay to get a name player to come to their team because they're going to stink. And all those teams have money to spend, though. They, they do. But the top. There's, there's a lot of other teams that also have money to spend that don't stink. Mm-hmm. Now, maybe they can't buy five players. They can only buy two. But you want to be one of those two players. Sure. So if you are uh, Daniel Hunter, you're not, oh, you know what? I'll sign in Chicago because you're going to pay me $12 million if I have a $12 million offer from the Colts, mm-hmm. from the Texans, uh, from the Steelers. Like, you you want to play for the team that's going to give you the best chance to win. Sure. Bears aren't winning squat. So as much as we saw in recent years with the Texans, how – they weren't going to win, so they kind of, for the most part, waited to see what players didn't get the contracts that they wanted. Mm-hmm. And now they kind of want to take a one-year deal for whatever the most they can get is and then go back out on the market, and those are the kind of guys the Texans were signing. Those are the kind of guys you're going to see the bad team signing because they have to spend the money, but they don't have enough good players on the team right now to justify long-term expenditures into really high-played players Mm -hmm. because those guys don't want to go through a two-, three-year rebuild. The whole thing with John Grenard, right? That thing that said about John Grenard, oh, he's he's a great match for the Bears. And I call absolute shenanigans on that because John Grenard has lived through three years of rebuilding with the Houston Texans. And now he's finally reaped the benefits of that rebuild and they have the right quarterback and the right coach and they win 10 games and they win a playoff game. Now you want to go back to three wins? B 
S. Right. And that's that's kind of where I was at. So from a competitive standpoint, you know, within the market, I I was thinking that look, maybe this takes some of their advantage away a bit potentially because other teams have a little bit more money to spend. They could muddy the waters. However, from a popularity standpoint, from you know, these higher profile free agents uh out there that that are looking at at, at, at Opportunities to not just get paid, but to win as well, given the stages of their career, where they're at, if this is going to be their first big contract or their last big contract, whatever the case may be, the Texans are a popular team now. And so I think that potentially could supersede some of that with these already some, in some cases, really good teams like the Chiefs and the Eagles, um, you know, in the mix with. They went from bottom bottom feeders with not a lot of money to spend this offseason to, hey, this is manageable. I mean, we get to operate at least within the middle class. Maybe it's enough because of the popularity and the trajectory that the Texans are on. What do you think? 713-572-4610. 572-4610. We'll get your calls, your reaction on this. Also coming up next, Astros opening up Grapefruit League play tomorrow. Talk about our ideal lineups. I know PC's got one. I'll give you a good one. Coming up next at Sports Radio 610. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 